And now Bob Elliott and Ray Goulding present the CBS Radio Network. And uh, hi again, everybody. And, uh, gee, we're awfully sorry. All right, Cass. All right. All right. We, uh... That's our cast. All right, that's enough. All right. All right. Come on, Webb. Let's cut it out. Wally. Cut it out. Let's shape up now. Well, you fellows said the wire for that. I know. Well, you got the audience in a good mood today. Gee, we're loud, old. You told us to laugh it up, and you told us to dry out. This is the program billed as the Bob and Ray Show, and we're billed as <coughs> the Bob and Ray of that show. And we feel terrible that we let Columbus Day pass by yesterday without making some mention of it. Isn't that funny how you can do that sometimes? I know, and we do it, it seems, almost regularly. On the other hand, we close the network on a Thursday sometimes when it should be Friday. Well, that too. But uh, Columbus Day has always been so important to both uh, Bob and myself uh, for many, many reasons. One is that we have a, a fellow who comes by every October 12th uh, uh, with beautiful replicas of those three ships that Columbus sailed across the ocean blue in 16 and 92. And he has promised to come by today. It, uh, kind of make up for everything. For uh, forgetting about Columbus Day yesterday. Just a moment, somebody said 1492. Is that what right? What did you say? 1692. I'm going to stick with it. Why? The country was discovered in 1692. Did he make the first pair of wooden uh, false George Washington War? Or am I uh, mixing him up with something? I don't know whether... I don't know whether that was Columbus or America's Vespucci. Well, he discovered America. That's why we call it that. Sure. Right? Sure. Vespucci land. But anyway, we'll make up for that oversight of yesterday by having Salvatore Bagatelli with us a little bit later in the program. But you have a guest now, you tell me. Uh, yes, I have. We have another gentleman who uh, read a magazine advertisement and decided to make money in his spare time. Here he is, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Tim Barcroft. Well, before I uh, go into the mistake I made, I'd like to compliment you on the program lights on the backs of your seats here in the studio. They're very easy to find in a well-lit studio like this. Uh, say, which magazine advertisement uh, got you into trouble, Mr. Barcroft? Uh, it was in uh, the magazine called Aristocrat, uh, Ray. The ad I read was uh, next to one offering uh, stilettos from the Black Forest. Well, I know that ad, yes. Well, the one I went for said I could make money in my spare time selling party favors. To whom? People at parties. And the ad went on to say that for a small investment of $75, uh, they would send uh, hundreds of party favors plus a franchise for the entire New England Territory. Can you get him, Engineer, all right? Because you seem to mumble, sir. <clears throat> Uh, Mr. Alonzo nods his head and uh, holds I'm his finger in a circular, a circular fashion, indicating everything is a gas. All right, uh, and then you went for this I ad. I went for that ad, wouldn't you? Well, uh, we're all interested uh, in that box you're holding there, Tim. Is that the package you received from the uh, party favor paper? Yes, this is what I paid $75 for. Take a look. Now, it looks like a, a ream of yellow paper from here, Mr. Farcraft. Well, that on a sheet of detailed instructions on how to make party favors from ordinary paper, see? Let's see. Well, uh, 
Well, tell me, uh, how about uh, party favor number one, uh, Mr. Barcroft? Were you able to uh, uh, construct it? You mean a rollout paper whistle? Well, if that's the one that unfolds in a person's face when you blow it, that's the one I mean. Uh, can you make one for us? Yeah, that was my big seller. I loaded three of them in Hartford. Let's see. I can do here. <clears throat> now, that's two sheets of yellow paper you're using. Right. One length. Now I fold A over B, push them both over C, tuck in the overage from B, and hold on line C. Then the line running parallel to B and C is brought even with this new fold... D. Well, how long does all this take, Mr. Well, Parker? this item here takes about three and a half days to make. Lines E and F should be scored, and a puncture mark made at the junction of A and D. Then... Well, we don't have all that time, so perhaps we could... Uh... Well, I've got one here that's already made up. I lost three and a half days' pay putting it together. And that's the one we'd like to see, if we may, sir? All right, here it is. What do you think of it? Well, it, uh... Certainly is handsome. Would you demonstrate it for us, please? Yeah, but you better stand back. The paper might unfurl at a pretty rapid rate. You all set? Uh, Here we go. Okay. Well, it practically came apart, didn't it, sir? Well, I am a little sheepish about it, yes. About that ad, Mr. Barcroft, I'd have to say you were taken in, wouldn't you? I guess what I paid $75 for was a ream of yellow paper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I know you're a bit sheepish about that, too, Mr. Tim Barcroft. So to avoid exposing you to any further personal embarrassment, we'll say goodbye to you. Thank you so much for being with us, and good luck in the future. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Good. Begin, Botham Hill. We will now commence our lesson in stereophonic reproduction. <clears throat> listen to the call of the spotted billsnicker on ordinary stereo. Now, then, on a Columbia Stereo One phonograph. Obvious difference, what? The Columbia Stereophonic System really causes all others to blush. For it is not composed of just a few separated speakers. Columbia is the originator and exclusive purveyor of stereo projection. Only Columbia fills every inch of a room with real, lifelike sound. Now, when I was bird-watching with the Duchess of... But let that pass. You simply must hear the Stereo One phonograph by Columbia. Ask your Columbia phonograph dealer for a demonstration. And, chaps, portables are priced as low as $39.95. Consoles commence at $129.95. Lost that bird. Yes. Uh, here now, yeah, then. <laughs> Salvatore Bagatelli is seated next to me at our bottom and right table. And uh, as we mentioned before, he's here belatedly to celebrate Columbus Day, which we unfortunately forgot about. Salvatore, uh, uh, nice to see you after a year's absence. And, uh, well, it's very nice to be back. You uh, speak very beautiful English. Well, the moment I know that uh, I'm on the air, I I watch my diction oh, I think and, uh, and my accent because uh, sometimes it uh, slips. I think you'd do uh, justice to any uh, uh, diction school or radio announcing. Now, you have brought, as you have for the past 13 well, years... Well, I radio. went to the Olin Tice Diction Fine. School. You have brought with us... Your toothpick models of the Santa Maria, the Nina, and the Pinta. That's right. Oh, there I see. Yeah. And they're uh, set up here on a little stand in front of us. 
Bob, I might point out uh, to you, uh, you know... Uh, Don't get too close to those, Webley. They're very fragile. Why? We'd like to know a little bit about... So that. much of your program is so is so, uh, so visual that I think I'd like to explain uh, uh, these uh, small replicas uh, well, for don't... your audience. Well, you take a great deal of time. It might it. take a little while. It's going to take a little while. A little while. A little while. Uh, now, the Nina I made uh, in uh, 11 years, the Pinto took me just 14 years, and the uh, flagship, uh, the flagship, Santa Maria, Santa Maria took me two uh, months. Well, that was pretty... Well, I knew how to do it then. Do, do you have any idea how many uh, toothpicks have gone into each one of these uh, little... Mo- Webley, will you stand back, please? You're too close to that. Okay, all right, all right. Uh, let's see, it was much about the... Uh, He's figuring now how much of all I can you can you... About 44,000. 44,000 in each one, huh? Right. You must buy your toothpicks uh, uh, in uh, large lots. <laughs> no. Here you pick them up. At the... I'm, I don't know what to say. Uh, I... I do that, uh, Salvatore. Was that the Nina, the Pinta, or the Santa Maria? That's a flagship. That's the Santa Maria. Well, it only took you two months to make that one. Months, but oh, mama me. Uh, Salvatore, we're still on the air. I wonder if uh, you'd speak up a little bit. Webley, that was terribly uh, awkward of you. Uh, if there's anything I can do, if I can give you five bucks or something. Five dollars will not repay this man for two years' work and forty-four thousand toothpicks, which he's glued together to make this model. What's that, Salvatore? I was just thinking. I uh, that's that has been valued at must be worth fifteen thousand dollars. And this idiot offers me five dollars. Well, that's all he had. I mean, that's a fair offer for someone who doesn't have much more. I think. I mean, five dollars out of Webley's pay would leave him pretty well broke for the week. How many of them? I tell you what, maybe if I just got up and stood beside these while you finished talking about them, right, we can so protect them a little bit better. Oh, oh, I am, I am sorry, truly sorry. Webb, I guess we're both in the same boat. Yeah. I knocked one over there. And well, two different boats were in. You're in the center, and I'm <laughs> yes. in the center of the room. Yes, that leaves the Nina. Uh, in good shape there. Hey, who made these lovely boats? Mr. Uh, Bagatelli here. Lovely. They look just like the boats that uh, Columbus uh, came That's over what they are, then. when he discovered our country in 1792. Yes, they're models of uh, those three ships which had... It's uh, 1692, stupid. It's uh, 1492, yes. Where have you displayed these, Mr. Bagatelli, if you can pull yourself together? Well, they have been at all the Principal World Fairs. Uh, Brussels was the most recent one. Mm-hmm. And there was a New York World's Fair. New York World's Fair, yeah. New York World's Fair in 1939-40. Didn't you have them out at uh, Massapequa this past summer, too? That's right. At Lake Wincombe, they were on the exhibition, too. Well, you won't... Have them next year, I guess. Say, look, just so you can have don't them. them up there. Goodbye. The third and last of the three ship models of uh, Mr. Bagatelli. 
have uh, just been destroyed. Oh, Mr. Haggard, tell me. Oh, do you think that? Well, here, I'll open the door. Mr. Bagatelli. Oh, Mr. Bagatelli. Oh, oh who should we call, Bob? Well, I don't know. We're, we've still got a little while in the air. Well, today. Oh, we have a little while on the air yet? Yes. Well, wonderful. That'll give us time for another commercial. And uh, that is a word, isn't it? A word, a message from the watchmakers of Switzerland. Swiss vacation. What do you know? Win a fabulous vacation for two in beautiful Switzerland. Enter the Swiss Vacation Contest. It's easy. Nothing to buy. Pick up a free entry plank at a jewelry store or other store that sells quality watches. Then in 25 words or less, complete this statement. A quality watch is the best value because there are 1,000 prizes. First prize, a 21-day vacation for two in Switzerland. You buy deluxe Swiss Air both ways. Visit many colorful places. All expenses paid for two people, plus $500 extra spending money. Second, third, and fourth prizes. 15-day Swiss vacations for two. Also, four mink stoles, eight Bolex movie cameras and projectors, 12 Hermes typewriters, 160 $100 watches, 812 gala assortments of Tobler Swiss chocolates. Enter the Swiss vacation contest today. Free entry blanks at your jewelry store. Thank Hi, you very much. Hi, uh, Baloo here. Isn't this too bad? These, uh, this wreckage that you see. Boy, this is... Uh, sure. the remnants of, uh, let's see, 11, 14, and 2 would be 27 years of uh, work by Salvatore Bagatelli. I saw about the hall. He looks in very bad shape. Well, he, uh... Did you hear, a, a, like, it sounded like a huge report a few moments ago? Yes, I did. <laughs> well, that was Salvatore out there. Say, friends, we'll have, uh... Someone speaking in a strange tongue in just ten seconds. And here now is the voice of someone speaking in a strange tongue. <laughs> Terrific. Until tomorrow, this is Ray Goulding reminding you to write if you get work. Bob Elliott reminding you that somebody's thinking of you tonight. Why don't you think of them? I'll try it. This is the CBS Radio Network. Radio Network.